Hello and welcome back to the My Entertainment World podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bedard, and today we have another episode of our nominee interview series, podcast series. Uh, for the most part, our, these interviews are all up on the website, myentertainmentworld.ca, for you to read. But some of them are being published in podcast form because we had a group come in, and it's a lot more fun to listen to a group talk than to try and differentiate them all in uh, written form. So here it is. This is our second set of nominees from the Sketch and Improv category. This is the cast and director of 32 Short Sketches About Bees, which was a fantastic sketch show that played at the Toronto Fringe. It is half um, members of Dame Judy Dench, which is a twice previously nominated um, sketch troupe, and three completely new members uh, to form this sort of like new all-star cast uh, that worked together to do a really innovative and fun show where they challenged themselves to do literally 32 short sketches about bees in one hour in their fringe slot. Um, one of our favorite shows of the year. Uh, they all came in. We are missing two members who had to run um, and or couldn't make it at all. Uh, but the rest of the cast and director will speak on their behalf. So everyone's a little bit represented. Uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, be sure to check out the rest of the nominee interview series up on the website, myentertainmentworld.ca. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at myentworld, also Instagram. Um, and that's all I have to say. I'll see you on the other side. Enjoy the podcast. First, can we go around in a circle and everybody introduce yourself so that we get a sense of what your voice sounds like so we know who's who? Sure. I'll start. This is Paul Bates, um, director of 32 Short Sketches of Bees. Hi, this is Shannon LaHaye, uh, not the director of 32 Short Sketches of Bees. This is Jessica Greco, uh, an actor and a writer on 32 Short Sketches of Bees. This is Lee Cameron, uh, live human bee. <laughs> And I'm Chris Levier. <laughs> okay, so this group is half Judy Dench, half other great non-Judy Dench sketch mediums. Yes. How does the group come together? Christopher Chris Levier. Chris Levier. That's your take it away. Yeah, well, um, I, I had submitted for Fringe uh, on my own and uh, got it and pulled. And uh, this idea, 32 short sketches about bees, had been kind of kicking around for, for years on the back burner and in the back of rattling around in the back of the brain. And so finally, when uh, we got pulled, or when I got pulled, uh, it was a chance to put it together. Um, and uh, uh, I wanted to pull, bring together a bunch of different um, friends and, and colleagues and uh, 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 people that I've worked with in the past uh, that I haven't had a chance to work with in, in a long time. And uh, so the group just kind of assembled around that uh, uh, some Judy Dentures. Uh, I'd worked with Cam and Oops, It's Chris and Cam. Uh, I'd uh, worked with uh, Lee uh, years ago in, yeah. in uh, university. Hey. And uh, with Andrew as well cool. at, uh, at Bad Dog. Um, and so uh, uh, it was uh, uh, an amazing amalgam of people. Uh, and I was just thrilled that everyone, including Paul, uh, uh, said yes to be a part of this really <laughs> really silly project. How do you say no? How do you say no to that? <laughs> and we knew that Dan Dench wasn't going to be doing a show because we were taking the year off because two of our men, one was traveling and one was having a baby over the time that Fringe was going to go down. So we knew that that James G. Dench was going to be quiet over the course of Fringe anyway. Um, so you said you already had the, the idea kicking around. 32 short sketches about bees. Why? Why bees? Why? <laughs> 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 Why not? <laughs> uh, well, um, 
uh, it kind of fell from that 32 short films about Glenn Gould or the 32 uh, uh, short scenes about Springfield hmm. type of thing. Um, and it just seemed like such a challenge when, when, it, when, it, when the idea popped in. You know, Could we put 32 sketches into a 60-minute show? Well, <laughs> is it not? Can we? Should we put sixty-minute <laughs> show? Um, and uh, uh, it turns out uh, we could, and we did. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> we were not convinced, though. We did not know that. It oh, was I happen. I flat out had concerns. I thought we were going to have to pull like a switcheroo oh. at some point. Like, I we were going to have to cheat it or something. I didn't realize that it was too many sketches for a sixty-minute show. And you told me I was like, sure. <laughs> so we were all like, well, there's going to be a lot of sketches. I was like, oh yes, yes, math. <laughs> See math. <laughs> what is the math on it? Uh, let's see. It's uh, well, it would it'd be just under, uh, it'd be a, between a minute, minute thirty, I guess, per sketch, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's I think that was the idea. first thing I did was do the math. <laughs> yeah. I remember us sitting at that coffee shop and going, "All right, all right, if it's thirty-two and sixty minutes, uh, minute forty-five, minute thirty, no, oh god," <laughs> and just jumping in because you have to leave room for transitions and laughs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And also, they're not all like there are going to be some scenes, and there were, and at least some scenes that were like three minutes or four minutes, and trying to get those down as short as possible. But then, what you end up doing is you start borrowing from other scenes' times, where it's like, all right, if we're going to have this three minute scenes in, it means that these four scenes have to be 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. You have to run to your spots. Yeah, (laughs) run. We don't have time. And yeah, I feel like that. Bread, job, very Paul. creative transitions. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, totally. I mean, um, it necessitated a lot of quick, funny scenes, and I feel like that kind of informed what the show was going to be. Because um, uh, we had, I don't know. I mean, a lot of stuff came together pretty fast. Like a lot of ideas were good ideas right out of the out of the gate. But then we realized just how many blackouts we were going to need. Um, and uh, I was so happy that uh, that we got. Like all good blackouts, they were all really funny. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I, I, my original thought was we were going to have to just come up with like a, like ten sketches and turn them all into runners, like divide them up into three and keep coming back to things. And we never had to. Um, so yeah, and I can't remember the transitions. It was more. It was that was more about just the math of like getting everybody to the right place. Like efficiency. I, yeah, it was just about the efficiency. I don't think there was time for creative transitions per se, but <laughs> uh, but the creativity came in um, uh, making sure uh, <laughs> everybody had time to get from one. Like it, it just like like sorting it out was like a Sudoku puzzle. Like it was it, <laughs> like putting those scenes in order was the, easily the the biggest problem. And the, biggest challenge but mm-hmm. immensely fun <laughs> yeah. was it hard coming up with 32 were there any that you sort of were like and this is an excuse for coming in we I remember the, the wall like we stuck a bunch of premises up on the wall and I can't remember if they if we already had scripts or not we already had scripts for them at this point right so, where we, yeah where scripts the or there was like a fleshed out skeleton of what they would be yeah <laughs> and we were like okay let's see what we got and we put them up and it felt, I think there were like 60 things on the wall mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, that that impressed me, um, and we and so it was a good problem to have. We basically picked and cho- chose from there. I can't remember the rejects. I can't remember what didn't get in. Oh, I remember that was my next question. <laughs> oh, there was. Yeah, I'm sure we can think of vampire one. There was uh, the zombie one. 
Oh yeah, that yeah, didn't yeah. make oh, me. Oh right. There was one that was a send up on the on the on the play Fences, which I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. that's never, right. It was no. uh, the advent of the BB gun. Yeah, no, that's its own play. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh do that yeah. In just a couple and wasn't there the the Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale? Tale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee wrote two sketches. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> Lee wrote two sketches. It was, uh, I, this is my favorite story. She wrote Handmaid's Tale and she wrote Death of a Lizard Salesman. Oh, and we yeah. read them and we all stopped and went, so Lee, what is the connection to bees? And she went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. and one of them made it into the show and we just, we just made that reaction yeah. part of the show. We really pushing a, I was really pushing a s- <laughs> snake <laughs> for a while. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had a snake agenda for a while that. That was a very big part of the show for a while. Yeah. We were, yeah. we were going to trans- slowly transform the show about bees into a show about snakes. <laughs> and then have to, like, take a quick turn back to bees. Yeah. And, 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 and then end up with, like, well, we have to have 40 sketches in the show because, like, you know, seven of them are going to be about, about snakes. <laughs> but we got to fulfill the 32 problem. And, and, we were, and we, got, we got stuck into this very niche idea of wouldn't it be funny, it, wouldn't it be a fun Easter egg of snakes slowly started popping up in all the bee scenes, and then they became just scenes about snakes, and we went back again. Meanwhile, we already have to write a show that's 32 sketches about bees. That's but, called getting off on a tangent. But oh. it's, it's funny because you can still see the remnants of that snake's yeah. bit in the show yeah. where we make <laughs> Every time you see a snake joke. The other problem with it was that it was supposed to all lead up to this lizard scene, uh, but that also didn't make any sense because most of those scenes were about snakes and then I transitioned to lizards Yeah. and Death of a Snake Salesman just wasn't, wasn't it funny. doesn't sound funny no we yeah. didn't want to let go of that so <laughs> well about that scene uh, well then why but then why not 32 sketches about snakes you didn't answer why why well, bees well bees oh, yeah the original reason for bees. Moment. <laughs> 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 it's so bees and otters. But, well, yeah. yeah, bees. Bees were in the zeitgeist for a while, uh, uh, especially because of everything that's happening with yeah. them. But also, bees uh, allowed us some freedom mm-hmm. to interpret what bees were, because you can then go from uh, not just the buzzing bees, but uh, the letter B, B Arthur, B B King, uh, B B present, B like present. positive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be hard with snake. <laughs> The letter snake. <laughs> yeah. Snake positive. Snake positive. Snake positive. Excuse to get your B. Arthur impression in there. I mean, it helped. Yes, there was a moment where you weren't even going to play B. Arthur. You kind of put it up to the group, like, well, whoever wants to. Play. Yeah. If anyone yeah. else was going to play as B. If, Arthur. As if. <laughs> yeah. And that's still an open question at any point. And who would want to play B. Arthur? We all just stare at him. We're like, well, obviously you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so diplomatic. I love it. Just want to make sure everyone is heard about yeah. their desire for B. Do you do any other Golden Girls? Not Golden Girls. <laughs> Different girls. Different yeah, girls. the other girls. Uh, I mean, you'll have to come see 32 short sketches about uh, Estelle Getty. <laughs> I want to see you do Blanche. Chris does a one-man Golden Girls, like yeah. he tours it in the theaters, and he plays all, all five. I four, would four. four. Sorry, die to see that. Especially if wearing like one part of each kind of costume. Could you imagine? Just turn. All right, got my submission in for French. Yeah, Victoria. One man Victoria. Golden Girls. 
That's oh, a great yeah. idea. Cool. Yep. All right. You're in Japan. The golden yeah. girl. The golden gal. Yeah. <laughs> the golden gal. 100%. So which pet joke pet usually pet got pet the biggest laugh in the audience? Oh. oh. Various moments stand out to me. Um, Buzz Aldrin resurfacing in Candyman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Always yeah. Always seems to. Yeah. I, Spoiler. <laughs> I have a line in um in this in the army scene. What's it called? What's the army scene called? Yeah, be worse. War on bees, be worse. And I come out at the end of the scene, and um and say that the BGs have have taken over and that they're staying alive and yeah. staying alive. Yeah, it's like this uh, and it's my one line in the scene. It's like really nice to show up at the end and be like, "Here's the big joke." Yeah. And meanwhile, me and Andrew were staring the whole time. <laughs> Nobody's laughing at us. <laughs> oh. You start to resent like big laugh lines and like applause breaks. You're like, "We have to get <laughs> more sketches." I did during um, Royal Jelly because Cam and Andrew oh, roll so around on the stage yelling, "My wiener, my wiener." I'm sorry, <laughs> these are spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and depending on how much the audience is loving it. They milk it for longer, <laughs> and me and Lee are standing behind them trying to stay stoic and ignore this, just waiting because we know that what has to happen, that we have to get off stage and get on to the next one. So yeah, I was always like, stop being so funny, <laughs> move it along. Yeah, I love those moments when you're backstage, when when uh, like it, when I'm backstage and I hear someone on stage get a big laugh, and it, it goes in this wave of like, oh, good, for, I'm so happy for my castmates. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. They're going to cut off. They're going to cut us off at sixty minutes, guys. Okay. Yes, it's funny. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first night with us having the timer backstage just to make uh-huh. sure that we were <laughs> trying to get it under time. And every time there was a laugh, just going, uh, 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 okay, great, but let's move on. Move on. Cut the left. Cut the left. Cut the left. Um, so if you had sixty ideas on the wall and you're only, you have to shoot for thirty-two. Do we get a sequel of 32 more sketches about bees? <laughs> Does anyone want bees? that? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants B-sides. Oh, yeah. B-sides. Yeah. Reject B-sketches. B-sides. 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 Chance of 32 more after every performance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I feel like... Well, I'm in. I feel like what made for such a fun, tight show was the fact that we generated... 60 ideas and it gave us room to be like oh okay here are 10 real rough ideas <laughs> those are gonna go and I feel like that's what left us with such a strong show is the fact that the ones that didn't make it in either weren't fully formed or didn't live up to the caliber that we were looking for um, and I don't know if we should use them in a b-side <laughs> <laughs> some were repetitive too some were like themes that we'd already covered or stuff that we'd already sort of yeah. taken a shot at in, in- although hands made tail. <laughs> I do not remember what it's about. I just yeah. want to see a short film of that or a full feature length. <laughs> do you know there's a show on Hulu? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, we're all available. <laughs> Very fertile. Um, I'm wearing red right now. <laughs> she is. It's true. That she's not making it up. <laughs> so, um, one of the things I always like to do with like groups, uh, tro- like improv troops and, and sketch groups, is to make them go around the circle and tell me what their favorite bit the person on the left, their favorite bit they've ever seen the person on their left do. Um, so we're gonna also include Andrew and Cam because they're not here. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to be inclusive. So <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Shannon's to my left, uh, and. Um, uh, is it okay if it's not from this show? It's okay, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I mean, yeah. This is a great show. Yeah. Uh, oh. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's a great uh, 
there's a great sketch uh, about jars. <laughs> I love the sketch about jars. <laughs> and it's about um, a girl bringing a guy home, and uh, and she's like shows him the place, and uh, and she's like, here's uh, the kitchen, uh, here's um, uh, the living room, here's my room of jars, and uh, over here is the bedroom, and he can't get over the room of jars. <laughs> So many charts, and uh, and he just can't, he can't he just can't compute it, and uh, and then they all break, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, that uh, that's that's still I, I love that seat. I, I love how long they break for. Uh-huh. I love how much you care about those jars. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, that... I find myself thinking about that sometimes. <laughs> Me too. And, <laughs> like the jars yeah. get. Uh-huh. And I think they're like, wow, like, I feel like we could have made them break for even longer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's, I love just standing there and just like, just, I just have to find different ways to react to jars break. Yeah. We were just talking about that too, because it never occurred to me that Gavin's dead at this point. Oh, he's gone into the closet to break the jars and underneath all these jars is bloody. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. He can't be alive. He's not responding to me. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like it even more now. <laughs> yeah, that's a great sketch. Oh, that is a great one. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess with Jess, I've seen her do so many things. I can pick. I can pick from anything. Um, I've. I always. I always really like watching Jess in Olivia Wintergard um, because uh, what I love. I. Uh, and yeah, that's a James Judge sketch. But it's it's Chris doing this big character, but it's Jess taking him so seriously and just sinking into this deep <laughs> emotional connection. At one point, he gives a speech, and I don't think Jess gets enough uh, credit for the idea that she's behind him tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> the commitment to it, and it's the, oh, auntie. And it's just, it sells it so hard. And I just, I love I love watching her. And in general, I think Jess is very good at that, sinking into like the real moments of things. And and. Um, oh, I'm going to cheat and do another one. Uh, oh, but f- specifically from Bees in in Colony One, she gets like <laughs> like Andrew does this like big character thing again, and she just stoically sits there, yeah. and goes, leaving behind my new boy. <laughs> <laughs> like I think next she just, question. <laughs> she knows how to hit those 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 moments that like just that just come in under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part about that. You read yeah. yeah. I love what I. <laughs> I'm so mad. Um, Lee, I feel like we've talked about it so much, but I have a particular insight on it because I'm on stage with you when you do the Death of a Lizard Salesman. Because mm-hmm. I get to come out. And something that you don't realize at that point is that Lee has been on stage for about six scenes in a row. Mm-hmm. So when that scene starts, <laughs> Lee doesn't know where she is. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so while they're transitioning, I like, walk out and I like take a prop away from Lee and put a prop on her and like turn her and face her towards the front and leave and then listen to her do it and wait to come out and I love I love standing on stage next to her watching her try to sell me on the idea that that this is a real show that is worth everyone's time and that we might actually be able to pitch it for next stage and I just have to stand there and not say anything and watch her do all the heavy lifting of the comedy and just look at the audience and go this, this counts it's so much fun it's so so much fun Death of a Lizard Salesman yeah. it's so weird you're so weird in yeah. it mm-hmm. you're so weird I love it so, so but you're so weird in it but like you're weird in it in like a in like a what are their brothers names who did Fargo 
Coen Brothers. The Coen Brothers way. Like, yeah. you have this real commitment to how weird you are, and I love it so much. Oh, thank you. And also, I do never know what scene it is <laughs> until you put the hat on my head. More than, I know I have to stand here. I stand here, something happens. <laughs> you, Carly, you put my hat on my head. You take a gun out of You take a gun out of my hand and you just place me gently. That's a fun Easter egg for everything. <laughs> the, the cast members of these is that because Lee does have a run where she doesn't leave the stage, at one point all of us have to grab her and move her, and in her ear are whispering like, "Okay, now it's Katie." <laughs> it's so sad. Don't worry, I am. Don't worry, so don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple times where Hannon, uh, Shannon, Hannon <laughs> takes me by the arm and pulls me in the direction. <laughs> yeah. Always being moved. I'm sure Olivia Appreciate was it. like that near the end. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like uh, the we, the best era of Olivia. <laughs> um, uh, Chris Levier. <laughs> uh, so many things. I was going to say that Olivia Winterbottom sketch is so great, and all, the Arthur, which you've already talked about. Um, but then uh, I think my favorite thing is you playing the Nobel Peace <laughs> scientist with this insane accent. <laughs> uh, that's Swedish, Norwegian. Where I mean, are they? Uh, oh them! Oh, they, I think they're in 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 Sweden. Sweden, but this accent is <laughs> all over the map. <laughs> oh, it's Norway. It, Norway, 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 it's Norway. Every time I uh, that makes me laugh within the scene every time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's my favorite moment. You sound like oh. a Muppet when you do it. Yeah, like yeah. the Swedish chef oh, a little yeah. bit. It just makes me laugh so much because it's not the point of the scene at all. Yeah, but it's such a great in. It's such a great in. You don't know what the scene is going to be. <laughs> yeah. like, and I also love because you, it, through this other scene, you have to go like, "Oh no!" But someone's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> it just keeps going. Uh, I can't doubt like a heart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and also, um, and also in the the scene, the last scene, um, Piano Man, when you're making oh, love so the tonic and gin. oh, making love that tonic and gin, so gross. <laughs> so good. And then also in um, Beeman's, <laughs> the just your potatoes, everything, everything. Yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna say, <laughs> and I'm gonna say, I loved. I it uh, oh, it's. Chris and Cam, that whole show. Oh, the 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 weird. Uh, Oops, co- it's Chris and Cam. The coma fever dream show. Yeah, the coma fever dream show. Yeah. All you and all of that. Oh. I love the end of that show. I love that show. Oh, thank you. Also, my dad loved it. Oh, that's even <laughs> Do better. Do not approval. Yeah. Cool. Oh, so that show it, was so cool. Then it was accessible after all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, great! Thank you. That's very kind to you to say. Well, I had to, to be honest. I, I don't have really a choice. <laughs> That's right. Uh, do you want to do Cam or Andrew? Or Paul? Uh, well, I was going to say Paul. Yeah, because if he, has, he does Cam or Andrew, then they're going to have to do me. And they're not going to call them up. Yeah. Uh, but Mr. Paul Bates. Um, and I don't know if... Uh, uh, so, when I first started uh, uh, in Toronto, I was doing the conservatory at Second City, and my conservatory teacher was Doug Morenci. Um, and it was Sketchfest time, and so I went out to see Doug Morency do a thing called Williamson Playboys. Mm. Uh, and lo and behold, that's when I first saw Paul Bates on the stage. Uh, and I fell in love with the Williamson Playboys uh, because uh, watching their, uh, their interaction, their, um, their banter was fabulous. But just watching someone perform without 
words, but perform through the medium of tuba <laughs> and perform comedy uh, with. Um, uh, uh, I'm terrible with music, but uh, 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 what is it? Oh, I was made for loving. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and then the ones, the, the the one where you where you just start to <laughs> wear a. Uh, he, uh, I don't know. You get out of breath, or or he plays a little riff, and then you have to match it on the tuba. Right. And just watching that happen, and think, oh my god, it, it's not about it's not about words. It's not about um, um, it's just about the, the moment, the heightening of the moment, and playing um, uh, uh, playing in that in that uh, uh, moment. So that's my favorite thing that I've seen Mr. Bates do. Oh, cool. Thanks. It's coming back in um, mm-hmm. less than a month. Oh yeah, at Sketchfest. Yeah, yeah. Sketchfest. Yeah, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask yeah. you about Sketchfest in a sec, but we do have to talk about Andrew and, and Cam. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. oh. Whatever you want to say behind their backs, go for it. They didn't bother showing. We'd say well, it to their faces. Um, Cam came for the picture. He came with a lot of effort, actually. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did run all the way here. Um, I, I, um, in, I saw Cam in Odat Dum, and he does this character. I don't know the name of the character who's here. He correct me, but it's like this guy who just gives ice to children or something. <laughs> the ice wizard. The ice wizard, and it's the messiest, weirdest thing. And I so much enjoy it. And I saw him do it twice, where it's his castmates are on stage talking about like, "Have you heard of the ice wizard?" And then you hear him from the back just sort of <laughs> sing this like, ah, da, 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 da. and he comes with a jug of ice and he just throws it to the audience <laughs> like candy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good bit. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, funny. I, I'll, uh, Cam and Andrew. I think my favorite thing is something that they do together, which is um, <laughs> being on all fours, staring yeah. at each other, talking about royal jelly. Uh, yeah. Is one of the funniest things. Yeah, yeah, it's the fun, it's one of the funniest things in the show. It's my so funny. <laughs> yeah. But then an accident. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time Andrew says that, I'm like, uh, but then an accident. Oh, no. Yeah, I love them both in that scene. I yeah. also love in the, oops, it's Chris and Cam, the DJ scene. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. He is like a DJ with one song. What's the song? Uh, it's Crocodile Rock. <laughs> it's, a, it's a karaoke version of Crocodile Rock. Yeah. And, um, so it's like just it. instrumental? It's just instrumental on a constant <laughs> loop because the wedding DJ's uh, car got broken into and has nothing else to play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very, very funny. It's, it's, it's so funny. It's my, it's oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's great. Um, I also love Andrew in the... In the um, Plan B scene, he just oh, delivers God. the blow. Oh yeah, kills me every time. <laughs> yeah. he, he just so comes proud. in. He comes <laughs> the way he holds the cutlery, <laughs> yeah. and he kind of walks like with a bounce, like a little Ponzi bounce. Yeah, can't wait. one Plan B, please. <laughs> Uh, oh, so very good, and yeah. Bo- yeah, just both of them in royal jelly, oh. yeah. and also just watching them like it way too much. They like to get like they right in each other's faces. Yeah. They're so close. <laughs> I think my, my favorite part about that is the playfulness that's inside them, and that they get to get to play around with, yeah, and that they can bring that out, uh, and that they're not afraid of. And I mean this in the best way, but not afraid of being uh, um, dumb. 
No. Yeah. And they embrace <laughs> that silliness and they embrace the dumbness of it all. Well, that scene was born out of them wanting to be dumb and silly together. Like that was them like just being like straight up goofs in love with each other in rehearsal and just riffing on that idea. And then one day Cam just showed up with it written <laughs> and was like, Andrew, what's happening? <laughs> I made the birth of the Jelly Boys. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the Jelly Boys. We have an album cover I shot yeah. it in the backstage of Drunk Jelly Boys. Run. The Jelly Boys, yeah. They're kind of like a 90s R&B group. Oh, you know what I mean? Of course they are. Yeah. What else could they possibly be? Yeah. So, Paul, since we have you here, can you talk a little bit about directing a sketch piece and the way that you put all the pieces together? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it is uh, a lot of just brainstorming off the top of ideas and then, and then following up on the ideas that excite us and then... Uh, and then sorting through those scenes and not only uh, trying to pick the best ones, but also the ones that complement each other the best um, and, that, and that represent everyone uh, in, uh, in, a, you know, in an equitable and, uh, uh, and complementary way, like, a, like, you know, like showcasing them at their, at their best. Uh, and then... Um, and then trying to discover the flow of it and how they fit together and whether they and whether the sum uh, or the, whether the whole of the show can be greater than the sum of its parts and in this case it's 32 parts um, and uh, and trying to like you know like I've directed sketch shows where it feels like there's normally like 12 right yeah. 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 in an hour yeah, yeah 12 or 13 scenes um, and and uh, and finding the right order for this one, uh, you just have to roll the dice a little. Uh, <laughs> and just kind of like, it's kind of like running downhill as fast as you can. You have to, uh, you just have to pick something to start with and then, um, uh, and then just follow the momentum of what feels right and, uh, and see how that goes. And I feel like we got it right pretty close to the uh, to the start of when we first put our, our RO together like things moved around um, uh, once like after the initial RO that, that made the flow feel right we, we we covered the dozens of problems that the cast had in terms of like who had to move <laughs> where and who was in what thing after that and then little changes happened yeah um, uh, uh, but uh, but there wasn't like I, I, I seem to remember it coming together in a uh, in a not horrible way, like and I like I think it came together beautifully, but the process, <laughs> uh, the process well, we in got which the <laughs> I know, but the process in which wasn't painful is what I'm trying to say. Like it was, it ended up being a lot of fun. Like I remember sitting there staring at an Excel spreadsheet, remembering why I like doing this sort of thing. Yeah. It's just like, oh yes, then this can go here. We had B. Arthur. Uh, to uh, to serve as kind of like um, uh, guideposts uh, because we knew that those had to get spaced out properly, mm-hmm. and um, and we had so many blackouts that uh, we were able to throw in when we needed to, but we also mm-hmm. knew that we needed to come into it and come out of it with a chunk of blackouts to uh, to set the pace of the show. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's weird how uh, a show kind of shows. Like you don't make the show; the show shows itself to you eventually, and um, 
and it, it showed us it showed it showed us itself right in time. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did that answer make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. good. Yeah. Um, in terms of cast chemistry and collaboration, when half of you are part of a pre-existing troupe who works together all the time, and the other three are a separate. Although you and Cam are a duo on the side. How does that all come together when you've got certain people who are really used to working together and some people who are new? Hmm. <laughs> for me, I mean, I can only speak for myself. Uh, for me, it's, I mean, one, I'm working with people that I already sort of know, and it's exciting to work with new people. Um, I feel like for, I don't know if you guys agree, but for Chris, Jess, and I, we came in very much with this idea of we were letting go of we're... Dame Judy Dench, and and like we were just happened to be cast in this cast of new people, um, and, and I think I, I very much tried to make a conscious effort of like just seeing them as part of the existing group. I mean that certainly helps to avoid like <laughs> I've made an ally with these people. Um, <laughs> but in general, it just it was just a comfortability. I think there was like some sort of uh, there were growing pains in terms of writing together. I know how to write that Chris and Jess will understand where I'm going. And then having to work against the like, oh, right, but the, you know, Lee, Cam, and Andrew don't know how I write. So when I throw this idea, it it's more work for them to try and figure out where I'm going with it than uh, uh, Chris and Jess. And vice versa, I know how they write and I know what they're saying. And then when someone else pitches a thing, um, my, my natural way of either... Uh, giving feedback or trying to interpret it, I had to I had to make a conscious effort to adjust to understand that like oh this is a new person, mm-hmm. I have to I have to rethink how I do things. I remember coming into like a, a room early on and it like it was instant good vibes mm-hmm. as I remember. It felt like you guys had all worked together for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and there was like a lot of positivity. Uh, there were no bad ideas and. Uh, yeah, it seemed to gel very quickly. They were very fun rehearsals to go to. Yes. Like, it was just fun to hang. It was, like, genuinely, I forgot that I didn't, like, I'd never hung out with Cam before, and I'd never hung out with the the two ladies <laughs> before. Like, I've worked, I've known Chris for a long time, and I've worked with Paul a lot. <laughs> a lot. How much time do you have here? And I've worked with Andrew before. But it like it yeah it was just like so fast and an interesting thing that I thought like you guys that I learned that you guys do in James Judy James fuck <laughs> James Judy Dench. oh Jesus yeah. um, is that you like write for each other which yeah. was an interesting yeah. thing because I don't, don't haven't come from like you obviously write for some people but uh, I thought that was like int- an interesting like new vibe yeah. yeah I love that about DJ Day I have this great idea and I think so and so would be great in it so I'm going to write it and I'm going to make them do it it's so fun <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah I think that the thing that's great about Dame Judi Dench is that we're all very different people and so we balance each other out and similarly coming into this everybody's really talented but s- sort of has their own thing that they mm-hmm. do uniquely brilliantly well and so there wasn't really any sort of jockeying for position because of that. It's like, well, this is, this, this is what I do. This is what I bring to the table. The nice thing about having been in Dame Judi Dench and coming into this for a fringe show is that we had already done a bunch of fringe shows. So we understood just in terms of logistics what you need to do in order to produce a show quickly and effectively at the fringe. So yeah. in some ways that also felt like it took some of the pressure off in terms of figuring out who's mm-hmm. going to do what. We went in going knowing what had to be done. And then, uh, and then 
the 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 three Lee Cameron and Andrew uh, just completely jumped in and went cool. We're really Let chill. Us know. <laughs> Let us know. And we have snacks at rehearsal, which are really important oh, to us. Yeah. Snacks make rehearsal. I mean, if a rehearsal is already fun, add snacks. <laughs> and watch it just go up. That's my advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my um, advice yeah. to all sketch and improv uh, rehearsals is bring a snack. I eat so many Oreos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cream the cream ones. Yeah. Like the light, the light For ones. Real. Oh, I don't like the light ones. Vanilla Oreos. And the mint ones. Do you remember yeah. when we had the mint ones? Oh, yeah, mint yeah, Oreos. Yeah, yeah, too well, yeah. I don't like the... the I've eaten uh, enough hummus to like save a small family from starving. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, you can't save This is an interesting yeah. charity. Yeah. 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 No, I guess I meant if I hadn't eaten that hummus. (laughs) If I hadn't eaten that hummus. You just finished your hummus. They needed it and you were just bored. Finish your hummus, children are starving. Uh, The other thing about this show, in terms of like... uh, what were we just talking about? <laughs> uh, is that uh, it felt like it felt like as a, like a lot like so much sketch troops are all personality driven, right? Um, and uh, it, this one, uh, everybody, even though the personalities came shining through, uh, <laughs> they were serving uh, the concept of the show a little yeah. bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they were, it was kind of coming uh. in and saying like, "Oh, I'm I'm here to sell like." Like, people weren't coming and saying, I have a great sketch idea that is going to show me in a cool character or whatever, right? Or, or, or lay out my cool point of view. Um, sorry to mean your point of view. Is just <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no, no. They're but, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but it was all just like, it was all like, okay, 32 short scenes about bees. Here's how I'm going to, here's my contribution to the product, you know? Um, and yeah. so I think it was an ensemble working, like, like more so than usual, working in a focused uh, way towards a common goal. Yeah, we all wanted to make each other look good, and we all yeah. wanted to do right by each other, which I really appreciated. It it, yeah. it didn't feel competitive of like mm. now I know I want more stage time. It was I have this great idea, I, I want to help facilitate it. I think you'd be a great person. It's like I wrote Buzz Aldrin, and I and I brought it with Cam, and he really like he really <laughs> he, he really worked like would talk with me about like how do you see this? And there was a, another level of like Cam, I kind of want to see what you want to do with it. It was just. It just is nice to just have someone like take something you wrote and and to feel like excited that you trust them with it and also in turn them uh, trust you and the stuff that you give them to try and like make it be like you know this is how I wrote the line and being like all right, I'm gonna throw all my energy into making that work how you want it to and I just feel like that was the general vibe yeah yeah I think my favorite things to do are not things I wrote <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I give all my stuff I give a lot of my stuff away because mm-hmm. I don't want to do it <laughs> yeah like all those did you knows yeah not written uh, by Shannon or I no yeah oh, did you knows is the one where the girls are in love we say a B fact and uh, <laughs> listen listen to this interview after you see the show <laughs> it's a runner it's a, it's a three part runner of the girls being in love and not being able to tell each other and I wrote it and then had them read it and went good well that sort it out yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is a fun way to make your friends do things that they wouldn't want to do. They're constantly trying <laughs> to get me to Shannon to make out. <laughs> it's actually not. It's, I mean, I would love to be that vindictive. I, I'll work on it for next year, but I... Uh, the snake really, show's going to be dark. <laughs> <laughs> so dark. But it's 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. magic. Yeah. And then when he drops it, fuck, that's so oh, good. They're so good at and delivering that. I think they're fine, guys. They're fine. They're fine. They're they're all right. They're fine. Well, the listen. Hopefully, they'll just they say something in their acceptance speech about us. Exactly. Mention us in their acceptance speech. Aw. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> in the meantime, before we even get to the awards night, you guys are, a lot of you are performing in Sketchfest, as you talked about a little bit earlier. Give us a sense of what we can expect for you from you at Sketchfest. 32 Short Sketches About Bees is opening Sketchfest, March 1st, 8 p.m. So cool. Yeah, yeah at the Theater Jeez. Center. Yeah, so you can you can come and see it. And although we've told you all about it thus far and, and all the punchlines, you can come and see it. Yeah. Um, so we'll be doing it one night. The Sketchfest has been kind enough to give us the full hour because we couldn't figure out how to do an abridged version of thirty-two short sketches about bees. Uh, yeah. Sixteen short sketches about bees. So we get to do we get a full hour and we're going to be running yeah. it one more time. And I think it's going in the vault for a little bit after that. So yeah. you may want to come check it out while you have the chance. Yeah, we're going to give it we'll give it some time to rest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Though it is pretty fun to do. Yeah, yeah it um, is. Yeah. Uh, Dame Judy Dench. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Dame Judy Dench. Uh, we're March 4th and March 8th. Um, uh, and, yeah, we're, we've got a good collection of, like, old favorites. And we did a new review at the beginning of the year, a holiday show that we're, you know, <laughs> take some of our favorites from that as well. So it's some, like, some new, some classics. It's just, I, I'm just excited to be with Dame Judy Dench on stage, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be back at the theater center on the fourth and the eighth, like Shannon said, mm-hmm. for Dame Judi Dench, and you're you're in mm-hmm. the Sketchfest as well, mm-hmm. the old Sketchfest, March 9th and tenth. Uh, the Williamson Playboys yes. are recording an album Ooh. of songs wow. that we have not recorded before. Um, and I was just talking to Doug, and we're to try and write some new stuff, but. I don't know, we're pretty lazy. Uh, but uh, it's a, for those of you who don't know, we haven't, we've done it like three times in the last five years or something like that. Um, the Williamson Playboys are the oldest living father and son Cajun music duo. Uh, Doug Morenci plays uh, Cecil Jr., aged 141 years, and I play his father, Rufus. And we play tuba and ukulele. We improvise our banter in between and tell stories of um, the many songs and genres of music we've invented and the many uh, um, moments in history we influenced. And we sing songs about things like the Hindenburg and um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, um, Gandhi, (laughs) Thunder Bay. uh, yeah, and uh, and ninjas. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's a fun fun show. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm. Who's doing. Cecil named after, if not his father? Well, that's an ongoing mystery. All right. <laughs> Pretty sure we've answered that question, but never the same way twice. Uh, yeah, and I'm also I think I'm directing the Lusty Mannequins, uh, oh. but I haven't had a meeting. We haven't gotten, we haven't started yet, so well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm doing Carson Pinch's show, Carson Pinch Saves Sketchfest, which um, is on the. Is oh gosh, I'm going to read it. I think it's the. Yeah. We're sharing. I think it's the. Oh yeah, yeah. great. Um, yeah. Um, down with 
down with Carson Pinch, uh, go oil. I think. <laughs> 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 I like Karen oil. I think I'm very excited about it. <laughs> you think? She's not sure, but she'll figure it out. I'll have an eye patch, so oh, man. I'll Ooh. see you. Sketch Canadian stream. <laughs> and Cam has a show. Oh yeah, Cam, Cam has a show. Yeah, Cam has a show on the second, I believe. If Bees is first, his is second. It's his. Um, uh, a show that he's written and mm-hmm. uh, completely it's his name on the banner I think it's Cam Wiley Lovable Loser Lovable or... Losers and uh, Sad Heroes or something like yeah. that um, and so it's his uh, uh, so uh, uh, it's going to be exciting and I think there might be uh, some surprises in it oh Ooh. oh uh, <laughs> do you have hints like, uh, he's going like... to give away ice to the whole audience <laughs> Are you going to be? Yes. Is that, are you the surprise? No, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm not the surprise. Oh. But I've been. I've been told there'll be surprises. So let's see oh. what they are. Okay. All right. <laughs> they might be surprises just for me. <laughs> so much to see. I know. Yeah. I love. Oh, I love Sketchfest so much. <laughs> so does anybody else have some anything they want that's coming up that they want to talk about on your social media? Do all of your promotional stuff? Well. Shannon's yeah. in a house co along oh, with yeah. Andrew at Second City every Friday night mm-hmm. uh, doing a fun uh, one hour of improv and sketch. Um, yeah. That it, you direct. That, that Paul direct. directs. Paul's yeah, a director. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, every Friday and for the next, like, uh, how many months now still? Uh, we end in June. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, yeah, 8 p.m. It's, uh, it's so much fun. It's such a great cast of people. It's, uh, it's a day of just, like, being goose together and then just having a fun time. And I think it's a great, it's a great value. <laughs> great bang for your buck. Great bang for your buck. I was trying to go for that. I was like, what do I say? Yeah, it's a really good show. 8 p.m. at the John Candy Box Theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Let's all go. Um, do it together. Okay. <laughs> right. right. okay. Um, oh, it's Friday. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, me and Kirsten Rasmussen have a duo called Bloody Marys, and we wrote, uh, <laughs> it's like episode one of this fictional podcast. The Bloody Marys are superheroes who only have powers on their periods. Um, <laughs> and we've recorded it, and it's in editing, and it'll be out soon. And we have a website called TheBloodyMarysShow.com. So, anyways, it'll be there whenever that happens. I say whenever I'm the one editing it, so <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote a, a, mm. a short film that's mm-hmm. uh, doing the festival circuit right now called Jessica Jessica, uh, starring myself and uh, Jessica Hinkson. Uh, and I executive produced it, and we're currently looking at funding to make it into a web series. Um, and it won Best Original Screenplay at the Vancouver Short Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I won Best Original Screenplay at the Vancouver Short Film Festival. So yeah, so I'm sort of running around dealing with that. And I did a movie in Montreal called The Hummingbird Project, which should be out this year. And since we're plugging each other, Shannon oh. is also in an improv trip okay. called Kids Table. <laughs> the Kids with, Table, yeah, with Gavin Pounds from mm-hmm. Game Judy Den as well and they have a monthly that they uh, perform on yeah we perform on Matt McCready's uh, $15 beer beer show at um, uh, the Social Capital Theater on the third floor uh, it's always a great show that show happens every single Friday um, but uh, he's been so lovely enough to give the kids table a regular monthly spot we're usually the fourth Friday of the month um, but uh, just some scheduling stuff they moved us to March 2nd this 
uh, this round. So uh, usually fourth Friday of the month, but just in general, go to that show. It's a great mm. show. I forgot I have another one. Do you have one, Chris? <laughs> you go for it. You go for it. Uh, uh, there's a show. I'm in a show called The Alumni Show, which is on every Sunday at Bad Dog. Um, it's all Second City alumni. Um, and we do it every Sunday at 8. And the idea is that one different cast member each week chooses the format. And we have a lot of guests, uh, special guests. Can I be in that show? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I got asked last week and then I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, no, no, never mind. Then that was your one week. You oh, <laughs> just to demystify how, uh, how this works in the comedy community for you outsiders. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> Uh, that was your one chance. You you missed it. Oh, uh, we're now we're gonna cycle through every other alumni oh, in the history no, of Second no, City, no, and, I'm a, I'm and we'll come back you. to you. Oh, <laughs> no. oh. So yeah, come see that. It's really fun. Uh, and uh, as for me, uh, check out Dame Judy Dench. Uh, check out Oops, It's Chris and Cam. Uh, check out Chris Levier when you see that name anywhere on a poster <laughs> or uh, somewhere else. Just well, come up and say hi. Don't or, it's lovely. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Levs. On Twitter, at Chris Levs. Yeah, that's it. Um, uh, I and see what great things I retweet. <laughs> you should just do one day where you print all your drafts because I know you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tweet drafts. Oh yeah, but and I would love them to all be like no longer relevant. <laughs> I want I want to see uh, Chris's tweet dump day. Uh, oh, I, I tweet draft dump day. I love tweet draft. I want yeah. a real good one, like. Three years ago, still sitting in there. Don't remember what it was about. I think it had something to do with Tiff. <laughs> All right. And does anyone have anything that they'd like to add? Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank, yeah, you, thank you so much for inviting us. us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being good to us. Yeah. I ate a lot of the chocolates. <laughs> oh, thanks for the coffee. 